It's Thursday, May 3rd. All of Wednesday's basketball games are in the books. Here is your morning after in the NBA playoffs. There was only one game last night. It saw the Jazz topping the Rockets 116-108. Joe Engel scored 27 points, which included him going 7-9 of from 3. Rudy Gobert has a 15.3 block, 14 rebound double-double. And Ricky Donovan Mitchell scores 17 points, grabs 5 rebounds, and dishes out 11 assists in Utah's victory. On the losing side, James Harden leads all scorers with 36 points, adding 6 rebounds and 11 assists. And Clint Capella has a 21.11 rebound double-double for Houston. With the win, the Jazz now even the series at one game apiece. And Game 3 will shift over to Utah on Friday. Coming up today are both series from the Eastern Conference playoffs. First, it's Game 2 in Toronto between the Cavaliers and Raptors. It's at 6 o'clock, where the Cavs currently lead one game to nothing. After that, at 8.30, the Celtics and 76ers tip off for Game 2 from Boston, where the Celtics currently lead one game to nothing. That's the buzzer for this edition of the morning after in the NBA playoffs. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor. Last summer, people were already excited about the NBA's rookie class when the draft took place in June. It has only continued to get better and better since then, as this year's rookie class has been one of the more impressive in recent memory. And that trend has continued in all places, the NBA playoffs. We have three guys who are rookies, even though one, Ben Simmons, I don't technically consider a rookie. He's more of a redshirt rookie. But we have three guys, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Donovan Mitchell, who are not only contributing in the playoffs to their team still alive, but contributing in a massive, massive way. What brought it to my attention and why I want to talk about today is Donovan Mitchell's performance last night in the Jazz victory against the Rockets. Not only has Mitchell been fantastic all season long for Utah, he averaged over 20 points a game for them as a rookie, which is amazing in and of itself on a playoff team. He has been their go-to guy in the clutch. Nothing better exhibited that than a just thunderous dunk that he laid down on the Rockets last night, showing what a real fine Donovan Mitchell has been. And he's not the only one who's been doing as a rookie in the playoffs. Just to give you some more stats on Mitchell, though, before I move to Tatum and and Ben Simmons, in eight postseason games, Donovan Mitchell is averaging 26 points, which is better than his regular season average. He's averaging 6.4 rebounds, again, better than his regular season average, and averaging four assists, better than his regular season average. So Donovan Mitchell had a great rookie year. You could obviously he's one of the leading contenders for the rookie of the year award and he's elevated his game in the playoff. The same can be said about the other two rookies who are making big impacts. Jason Tatum on the Boston Celtics. He had a wonderful rookie year. For someone who was 19 most of the year, he averaged 14 points a game and 5 rebounds a game in the regular season. Excellent numbers for a rookie. He also shot an amazing percentage from 3. Now in the playoffs, he too has stepped up his game. He's averaging now 17 points a game in the playoffs. Five rebounds, exactly the same as his regular season number, and three assists, almost double his regular season number. That all also came to a head in the Boston Celtics Game 1 win over the Philadelphia 76ers, where he put up 28 points. Actually, in the postseason, that would be his third straight game of 20 or more points. And he's been, a, again, another guy who's been a go-to fourth-quarter clutch-time score for the Celtics. Then we move to the redshirt rookie, Ben Simmons, who was the first pick in the 2016 draft, but this is his first year playing. 
He, again, had a wonderful year, likely considered the favorite for the Rookie of the Year award, whether you agree with that or not. His numbers bear that out. In the regular season, he averaged 15.8 points per game, 8.2 assists per game, and 8.1 rebounds per game, and had a whole bunch of triple-doubles. All he's done in the postseason is, like those other guys, elevate his game. He's had he's averaging in the postseason 18.2 points per game, 8.5 assists per game, and 10 rebounds, all more than his regular season averages. He also became the first rookie since 1980, Magic Johnson, to record a triple-double in the postseason. And this is just shows how good this year's rookie class is. Even if we take Ben Simmons out of it, look at some of the guys who were not, are obviously on teams that are eliminated now. Tatum and uh, Donovan Mitchell are very, very uh, unique cases being big-time contributors on really good playoff teams. But just look at some of the other rookies in this year's class that aren't we're not even talking about, but in almost any other year would be considered major Rookie of the Year candidates. Josh Jackson was the fourth pick to the Phoenix Suns. He started off slow, but really picked up as the season progressed. De'Aaron Fox went five. He's had his spots for the Kings, looked really good at times. Uh, Jonathan Isaac is still kind of a work in progress with the Magic. Lowry Markkinen was the fastest player ever to hit 103 pointers. He looks like he's going to be a big time find for the Chicago Bulls. Dennis Smith Jr., the point guard who went number nine, he's on the Dallas Mavericks now. He had a fantastic rookie year for them. Zach Collins is, uh, jury's still out on Zach Collins. Malik Monk had a couple of big 30 point games. Uh, Luke Kennard. Uh, I don't know about Luke Kennard. Donovan Mitchell went 13. Obviously, the steal of the draft there. Bam Adebayo played big minutes for a Miami Heat team that went to the playoffs and looks like a big find there. Uh, keep going down the list. Justin Jackson. Uh, I'll, I'll name somebody. When, oh, a 19. Number 19, John Collins. Had a terrific year for the Atlanta Hawks. And another year, he'd be considered somebody who would be a favorite for the Rookie of the Year. But not this year. Jared Allen went 22. He had a bunch of double-doubles for the Brooklyn Nets. It goes on and on and on. And it's just a remarkable rookie class. And the examples that I gave you of Mitchell and Tatum, and even though Ben Simmons isn't in this rookie class, again, he's still a rookie. It's just been a historic year for these guys. And that all leads back to another rookie who's in the playoffs, the guy who's the number one pick, Markel Fultz, who's been a DNP coach's decision for the past couple of games. Fultz, as we know, had a very, very confusing rookie year where he seemingly had a broken shot and then a shoulder injury and looked a little shaky coming back, but had a triple-double in his last game in the regular season. Don't know what to make of Fultz, but if he ends up being anything or half as good as what he was advertised as the number one pick, this could end up being one of the greatest rookie classes of all time, and that's not hyperbole. There are some guys in this class that look like they are going to be perennial, perennial all-stars. We haven't even talked about Lonzo Ball, the number two pick. He's somebody that looks like he has a bright future, too. So... The guys in the playoffs right now, they're the cream of the rookie crop. Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons, again, not in this class, but still a rookie. And so what a influx of talent the NBA has gotten with this class. And they're showing it right now at the biggest stage in the postseason with Simmons, Tatum, and Mitchell all playing big, big factors on their teams. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor. It's Thursday, May 3rd. All of Wednesday's baseball games are over and done with. Here is your morning after in the MLB. 
The Red Sox nipped the Royals 5-4. Mookie Betts has a four-hit day, which included three home runs, giving him 11 this year in the Boston win. Cleveland blows out Texas 12-4. Edwin Encarnacion blasts three home runs and ends up with six RBIs for the Indians in the win. Joey Gallo clubs his 10th long ball of the season in the Rangers' loss. The Rays are down by the Tigers 3-2 in 12 innings. John Hicks comes through with a walk-off bunt RBI single to give Detroit the win. Minnesota blanks Toronto 4-0. Eddie Rosario homers for the fifth time on the year in the Twins' victory. The Cardinals sneak by the White Sox 3-2. Carlos Martinez gets the win in his start as he goes 7-3 and and gives up one run on five hits and strikes out 5 for St. Louis. The Cubs are smoked by the Rockies 11-2. Nolan Arenado cranks two home runs as part of a three-hit five RBI day and Tyler Anderson picks up the victory tossing seven innings giving up two runs on three hits and striking out nine for Colorado. Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant each go yard for Chicago in the losing effort. San Diego falls to San Francisco 9-4. Nick Hundley ends his day with four runs scored, four hits, a homer, and three RBIs for the Giants in their win. Eric Hosmer has a pair of hits and three RBIs for the Padres in the loss. Washington tops Pittsburgh 9-3. Bryce Harper goes deep for the 10th time on the year. And Steven Strasburg earns the victory as he goes 7 innings, allows 3 runs and 7 hits, while striking out 11 for the Nationals. The Orioles are down by the Angels 10-7. Albert Pujols and Mike Trout each leave the yard for their 6th and 11th home runs of the season, respectively, in L.A.'s victory. Jace Peterson has a pinch hit are three RBI triple for Baltimore in their loss. The Reds drop their game to the Brewers 3-1. Christian Yelk has a pair of hits, which included his third dinger of the year in Milwaukee's win. The Mets are shut out by the Braves 7-0. Sean Newcomb picks up the win in his start, tossing seven innings, giving up no runs on two hits, and striking out 8-4 Atlanta. Philadelphia shuts out Miami 6-0. Leadoff man Cesar Hernandez homers for the Phillies in the victory. The Yankees blank the Astros 4-0. Giancarlo Stanton goes 3-4 and blasts two home runs in a 4-RBI day. And Luis Severino tosses a complete game that saw him allow five hits and strike out 10 for his first career shutout in New York's win. The Dodgers double up the Diamondbacks 2-1. Cody Bellinger ends his day with two hits and an RBI in LA's win. And the last game from Wednesday, the A's defeat the Mariners 3-2. Jed Lowry homers for the second straight day, giving him eight on the year, helping Oakland pick up the victory. That's the final out for today's Morning After in the MLB. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor. The New York Mets did not have a good day in their 7-0 loss to the Atlanta Braves. Not only were they shut out and beat down, but starter Jacob DeGrom had to leave early after hyperextending his right elbow. And it got worse for one of their best players too, Jonas Cespedes, even though he reached base with a double. The problem for Cespedes was when he slid into second, his diamond chain essentially exploded and led to lots of little diamonds and gemstones all around the second base area. Now, as you know, if you've ever watched a game of baseball, that's dirt. So they kind of got lost in the shuffle there. So Jonas Cespedes had to pay a very high price for that double, which meant that he probably regrets hitting it at all, considering that it didn't help the Mets one bit. And now he's out probably a bunch of teeny little diamonds. But a really nice necklace is... Sitting in the dirt in, uh, I don't know if the game was in Atlanta or in New York, but it's in the dirt there. So, unfortunate for the Mets, even worse for Jonas Cespedes, as his diamond chain is now forever 
part of the field there. Uh, Chet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick hitting sports news only on Anchor.